Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. To do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage has a begun. Get on the grid, I am Renzi. And uh, we're getting electrocuted on the grid. Uh, but uh, that's another story. All right, let's get down to business. We've got 60 minutes. Uh, let's call it Picks at Six. Picks at Six. And as uh, Henry Rollins once eloquently uh, stated, I've got a uh, six-pack and nothing to do. i got a six-pack and I don't need you. What's going on, Cam? How you doing? I'm doing good, Gabe. Getting ready for tonight. It's going to be fun on the grid tonight. We got uh, six, a six-pack in the NHL. It's kind of ironic. And we got uh, big news, uh, some trades coming in, too. We always know the trade deadline blows, but a couple uh, moves happening before the trade line. And uh, glad to see Ryan Newman uh, out of hospital. That's good news today. Uh, don't tell me you're talking, what, NHL trades, Cam? You're bringing NHL trades to me yeah. right here now? Who did, unless, did Connor McDavid oh. just get traded? Like, who got traded? Oh, he didn't get traded. What? 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 You don't like Alex Martinez of the Kings? He's, he's pretty good. Like, it's a good move for Vegas. I don't know. What else do we got here? Uh, the Cavs players uh, playing songs with thugs in it for Beeline. Like, uh, I'm just doing the best I can. I got cha- Champions League scores, but that's a tease. You know how it goes, Gabe. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I'm not calling you out. I'm not calling you out for, for you know, putting NHL trades in an update, but... Um, you clearly didn't watch um, the show this morning before you were on, in which I went on a tirade about how I don't care about these NHL trades. It's like, unless something happens, I challenge people on Twitter. I said, when's the last time one of these trades ever did anything for anybody? Like the, well, the NHL trade deadline. And um, there was like three players that won a cup in the last like 20 years or something like that. It's like, it's really, Ray really, Bork? you know, I get it. Um uh, how long ago was that? How long ago was Ray Bork? Long time, buddy. Oh, years, and years, and years Bork ago. Bork? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, very yeah. young, Gabe. Very and young. Also, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. But um, the Avalanche were already good. <laughs> like you know what I mean? They were. Like they were going to win without him. Like let's just be real. It was like a charity thing. Uh, you know, Bork's been in the league forever. He's never won. Send him, send him over to uh, to Colorado, and he can jump on board. He was like Clemens joining the Yankees. Like, they were already a powerhouse. Listen, he was a contributor, though. I'm not, I don't want to take anything away. Listen, I'm a big Ray Bork fan. You know, Ray Bork's from Montreal. Great player. Um, you know, great, great player. But as you mentioned, all right, Ray Bork. It's a long time ago. <laughs> sure was, uh, buddy. Sure was. I came up with one, Bill Guerin. Bill oh, Guerin. Yeah, Bill Guerin, yeah. He helped nice. the Penguins win. Good call. Yeah, that was like two, that was like 2007 or something. It's like 13 years ago. Yeah, you're, so, you're right. You're much words, about nothing. Uh, you're right. You're right. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, talk to me. Unless, like, uh, Sidney Crosby's been traded. All right, uh, so we're going to get down to business. Mark Lawrence going to join us after the update. Let's roll. 
Sports Grid News Update. Hey guys, Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want that edge, get on the grid. Great news on the track. Ryan Newman making a full-time recovery. The NASCAR driver released from hospital today, walking out with his two daughters just 42 hours after a horrific crash on the final lap at the Daytona 500. The LA Kings trading defenseman Alex Martinez to the Vegas Golden Knights for two second-round draft picks in 2021-22. A Manhattan federal judge ruling out today that MSG chair James Dolan had the right to eject Knicks legend Charles Oakley from the arena back in 2017 in football the redskins announcing they've exercised their option on veteran running back adrian peterson peterson who tunes 35 in march the skins leading rush of the past two years in washington tight end jordan reed has cleared concussion protocol but the vet likely to be released by the team cleveland browns left tackle greg robinson facing federal uh, charges on possession with intent to distribute marijuana after being arrested at a checkpoint near the u.s mexico border top 25 ncaa hoops early 6 30 21 butler at 16 seton hall pirates minus 5 134 and a half 7 p.m. tips. We got Auburn minus four and a half at Georgia, 150 the total. Syracuse at number 11, Louisville. Cards minus nine, 145. 9 p.m. We got number 12, Villanova, laying four and a half at DePaul, 140. And Tulsa at number 22, Houston. Cougars laying 10, 130 the total. NBA reports say Cleveland uh, Cavs players played songs with Thug in the title. Just a needle, former coach John Beeline. Beeline, he gone. Bernie Bickerstaff in for the Cavs. Six pack in the NHL tonight. Scotty Farrell on at seven. Gabe at nine. In game live. Stay on the grid. We got all your action. Champions League soccer. Round of 16. Atalanta smoking Valencia. Four to one the final. RP Leipzig taking out Tottenham 1 0. EPL. Man City blanking West Ham 2 0. I'm Cam Stewart. That's your news update. Now back to host Gabe Morenzi on In Game Live. Right, uh, good job, uh, Camera. If you guys in the pit can uh, crank the music uh, a little bit. Uh, not a senior's home uh, here, either that if, uh, or I'm deaf. Probably a little bit of both, but we can get the music a, a lot louder. There we go. Dun, 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 dun. All right, good job, uh, Cam. All right, we've got, uh, is Mark Lawrence uh, ready to go? I figured, you know, we want to get right down to business uh, today. With, uh, with Mr. Mark Lawrence stepping up and in as we throw it down here to Sports Grid Studios and the FanDuel Sportsbook, East Rutherford, New Jersey. And in case you're wondering, I wonder the same thing as I rolled in in, a, in, a, uh, in an Uber uh, today. I was wondering, I'm like, man, I wonder if we just like ran over Jimmy Hoffa. It's like Jimmy Hoffa like really buried here somewhere. Word is he was buried in the end zone of the original Giant Stadium which is the parking lot now. So I guess Jimmy Jimmy Hoffa is supposedly somewhere out here. I don't know. Mark Lawrence steps up at it. Mark's from uh, Cleveland in old school, so Mark probably knows. Mark's like an old school teamster. What's going on, Mark? How you doing? <laughs> you know, it's uh, kind of strange you mentioned that, Gabe, because, you know, back in the day, I used to back uh, some softball teams in the city of Cleveland, some very good teams, uh, and we would always play against the Teamsters, who were one of the best teams in the city. And uh, uh, the guy who ran the Teamsters was a guy named Skippy Felice, who was uh, like a right-hand man to Jimmy Hoffa uh, from the Teamsters. And uh, I don't know, did you see the movie The Irishman? Not yet. I have not seen it, no. Well, when you if you see the movie, they allude to in there that uh, Jimmy was basically incinerated. Uh, is he's nowhere to be found. His ashes are in the air somewhere. But uh, so you can maybe uh, sleep comfortably, knowing that you're not going to be driving over him anywhere in New Jersey at this time. 
So that's just urban legend, um, like uh, Geraldo Rivera's vault, <laughs> like the Al Capone vault. It was just urban, <laughs> urban legend. That's amazing, though, Cam, that Mark used to back softball teams. <laughs> that's just awesome. And number two, that's wicked. like what a shock that the Teamsters had the best team. Yeah, they're going to break your legs if you beat them. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it comes down to, a lot of intimidation on the field, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Lawrence. So, yeah, we apologize uh, for the delay. There were some technical issues uh, here uh, yesterday out of our control. Um, we've got uh, various, uh, speaking of unions and companies and uh, technicians, everybody's working on it. But there is a little bit. We've got that CNN. Just pretend I'm Wolf Blitzer. Cam's in Beirut. And uh, Mark is uh, joining yep. us from uh, Jerusalem uh, right now. I'm Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> and then you have that, like, three-second like, delay. <laughs> That's why on CNN, guys, they'll, if you notice, I'm Wolf Blitzer. If you notice, after on CNN, why they do it, actually, they'll always say his name after. So, like, when they send it to, like, uh, like on, the, on, the, on the road cam, it'll always be, oh, it's crazy here. Anderson? Right? Because there's a delay. That's the cue. All right, I'm shutting up now. Anderson? So we've got to go CNN uh, style here, but uh, Mark is a, a true consummate professional. Uh, he can he, he fights through the delay, and he's told us where Jimmy Hoffa isn't uh, already. So we're off to a great start here. So uh, Mark, speaking of uh, great starts, XFL, a solid start for the league after two weeks. I know you've been lighting it up, um, and we're going into week three right now. What kind of grasp are you starting to get on this league right now, Mark? Well, I think the the feeling I have after two weeks, Gabe, is that uh, the league is really, uh, if they have a sore spot in Achilles' heel, it's the quarterback play. It's been uh, mediocre at best. And, you know, unless they can step that up a little bit, uh, the fan excitement isn't going to stir a whole lot. Uh, this is a league that promised a lot of scoring, a lot of action, you know, keeping the fans in the game with all of the rule changes that they had. And uh, it started out good that way, but uh, we saw a regression last week. And uh, I think they're going to have to step things up a little bit. Scoring is uh, down where the AAF had been. In fact, on the exact same parallel as the AAF after two weeks in the AAF last year, there were six unders and two overs, the same thing identically in the XFL right now. So uh, defense is dominating here in the XFL, and we're going to need to see a little bit more points in the uh, points of action in the end zone in this league. Well, guys, speaking of bad quarterback play, the terrible quarterback play has been coming out of Tampa uh, right now. And, you know, Cam, I'm wondering about Mark Tressman. You know, was it just Anthony Cavillo that made him look so smart in the CFL? Because... Remember, you and I felt the good, same way with the Argonauts. Um, and even off the top of my head, and I haven't been there in like two years, but Bethel Thompson was better than the Franklin dude. I used to go to those games. I was sitting Definitely. there like, guys, Franklin sucks. It's like he's terrible. You're not going to win. And it was obvious, the slow reads, just the bad, like, you know, the bad, the bad sacks. And that was Tressman. And then he decided that, oh, Aaron Murray's the quarterback. Aaron Murray was no good. He doesn't want to make Quinton Flowers the quarterback. Now they're on to someone else right now. All right, on the other side, we'll get to Mark's quick take. We'll get into some college basketball uh, as well. Get on the grid. 
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. All right, game time decision continues. Get on the grid. I am Renzi. Callaway in the house. And uh, Dover Downs in full swing uh, here this afternoon. Mark Lawrence uh, with us. The full house uh, here. <clears throat> uh, NBA basketball back tomorrow. We're just talking some quick XFL. We'll get into some college basketball. Cam's got a six-pack. I know Cam's excited for tonight's NHL card as well. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com uh, with us uh, right now. So, uh, Mark... We were talking about a quarterback play, and it was, we were going into the break. I was talking about Mark Trestman in Tampa. I don't feel bad for being the only one that liked the Tampa Bay Vipers before the year started. They had the highest win total in the league at 7.5 coming into the year. That's not going to happen. Now, you can't write a team off after two weeks, especially a team that played both games um, on the road. So, you know, they were put in a tough spot. Um, they do return home uh, this week. Uh, yet uh, that's the good news. The bad news is uh, they're playing against the best team in the league, arguably, in the Houston Roughnecks. Um, you know, is, is, is home field going to be the difference for Tampa this week? You know, I might uh, challenge the, the, the argument that Houston's the best team in the league right now, Gabe. I know they are the prettiest team in the league, and I know a lot of people like them because of the excitement they're generating with P.J. Walker and that offense. But in Tampa Bay, as you mentioned, uh, they opened up the season with two road games. They won the yards by wide margins in both of those road games. We just got no quarterback player, no offense. But they do come home with the number one ranked defense in the XFL. So you're putting them in a role change here. They were favored in both of those road games, by the way. And now you're taking Houston coming in here off a big win over St. Louis, in which they were out-yarded pretty soundly in that football game. Uh, I like Tampa Bay and their chances here. You know, I don't like the quarterback situation. I don't like Mark Trestman, but I like the situation. I think Houston's a little bit overrated and maybe perhaps a little bit full of themselves. I think an upset's in the making here with Tampa Bay. Cam, Seattle Dragons got 29,000 people uh, last week in Seattle and their home dogs again. What do you think about this one? Yeah, uh, now, I, now they're, I, I yeah, they're covering. Mark, That's your team now. <laughs> you got me. Yeah, you got me, Gabe. Yeah, they covered last week. Go Dragons. Anyway, Mark, we talk about Dallas and, uh, you know, Landry Jones up and down. He was good late in that game. But Seattle, a nice home pooch, Mark. And just reading the XFL playbook, too, very vital. Uh, Seattle was missing some guys on the line, and they still got it done against Tampa Bay. Uh, what do you think about Dallas and Seattle? Got to like these home dogs, Mark. This should be a close game. I think this will be a real close game, Cam, uh, in, the, in the way it sets up here. Dallas got off the schneid, if you will, and as you mentioned, they did it very late last week. They hadn't scored a touchdown in seven quarters previous until the fourth quarter of last week when Landry Jones finally woke up, got the team and led them to victory here. Now they're going to change roles and go from uh, – 
on the road at, uh, at Los Angeles into Seattle, who's played some pretty competitive football here, even their first loss of the season at D.C., who might arguably be the best team in the league right now. Uh, even in that loss at D.C., they played very soundly in that football game. They out-yarded uh, the defenders in that football game. I think they're a pretty live home dog here. I'm going to play Seattle plus the points with you in this contest. I think they're a very live home dog as well. I think we're all in agreement uh, there. I'm liking this Dragons team. People just keep under, underestimating them. And, guys, like, if you're getting 30,000 people at a game, you're going to have a home field advantage. Exactly. Right? Like, they – and, you know, there's Good something point. about people in Seattle, Cam. They take pride in it. Like, the Dragon player said they got treated like, like royalty by the fans. You know, the Seattle Sounders, a crazy fan base. Those Pacific yep. Northwest fans, man, they, they support their teams. They, you know, they, they really are – um, loyal, but I'll tell you, Cam, and I've been betting this team, and Mark, you might agree on this. The best team in the league might be the team no one's talking about here in the St. Louis Battlehawks. Uh, these guys have played both their games on the road, battled one outright at Dallas in week one, got the late cover last week against a good Houston team, didn't quit, couldn't buy a break in the game, still ended up uh, losing 28-24 in a close one. Now they return home. I think, Mark, they kicked the crap out of a New York Guardian team that got exposed last week. And, you know, McGloin said Gilbride doesn't know what he's doing. Um, I don't know if Marquise Williams is going to start, but, you know, that's going to be a problem. Uh, St. Louis are a good football team. I think they, they could run the score up on New York. I agree wholeheartedly, Gabe. Uh, the Guardians, I think, are the dregs of the league. We saw that. They won a very, very phony game against Tampa the first game of the season. They won by 20 points and were outgained nearly 200 yards in the process. That was exposed last week uh, when they were blanked by D.C. in that football game. Matt McGloin is not the answer for this team. I don't know who or what is. You know, the bottom line here to this football team is that they're in total disarray right now. And in Seattle, uh, you've got a quarterback uh, that I think may be the most exciting quarterback in the league from Seattle. Uh, and they also find ways to put points and yards up on the scoreboard. I think this is, game's got route written all over it with you. I think this is one of the home favorites that I will lay the points with. And, uh, Mark, I love the stat. And, Cam, this is what's awesome about the playbook. You think Mark can't find something? Because, oh, it's a new league. What's going to be in the playbook? I don't know. How about this? I didn't know this. Um, Cardell Jones. Great uh, great stuff, Mark. Cardell Jones, now 13-0 and in his career as a starting quarterback in college and uh, in the XFL combined, Cam. What a stat. 13-0 <laughs> and as a starter. Yeah, gonna, He's never gonna lost gonna a game. Going to be 14-0, buddy. <laughs> I think DC kills LA in, in this one too. Make it fourteen, buddy. Hey, let me let me tell you guys yeah, LA, a little story LA's about another, Cardell, uh, Cardell like Jones. Uh, if I may, let me tell yep. you a quick story about Cardell Jones, guys. He's from my hometown in Cleveland, and uh, he went to Glenville High School, where Ted Ginn uh, made All-State uh, playing football there. And Ted Ginn's father was the coach of the team, and Ted Ginn's father started a thing called Ginn Academy. And it was basically for uh, kids that uh, really come from 
poor homes, families, and didn't have much, and you give them an opportunity to win themselves a scholarship in college football. And that's where that's where Cardell Jones became a football player at the Ginn Academy in Glenville, Ohio. And uh, he, he was so poor, Cardell Jones was, that when he went in for an interview to play at Ginn Academy, he's a big dude, man. I mean, you see how big this kid is. Uh, I think he was like 6'4", six, 6'5", yeah. six, and he weighed like 250 or 260 in high school, okay? And he goes in for the interview, and he's wearing flip-flops, and he's got like size 13 or 14 feet, and his flip-flops were like size 6. It was all that his family could afford to find, and he was wearing that. That's how poor this kid came and where he came from. But he was focused, and he became a, a really, really good quarterback, and we see the results here right now, not only at Ohio State, where he won a national championship, but now he's doing a great job here with D.C., and I will predict that he will be the quarterback that comes out of this league that will find a job in the NFL. And, you know, he made some money in the NFL over over a few years. He didn't start. You know, he only threw 11 passes, but great, great story, Mark, that people think, you know, you know, like people are failures because they're not stars in the NFL. The guy's a massive success in his life. You know, comes off the bench out of nowhere, wins a national championship, and now that's why he appreciates that. It's not bad. You guys making two hundred fifty thousand dollars right now. You know, it's like Vladimir Guerrero. Vladimir Guerrero showed up to the Dodgers um, youth camp wearing two left shoes. They sent him home. He ne- he refused to even talk with them when he was a free agent. He remembered. Yep. Like years later. Like yep. He actually grew up, Vladimir grew up drinking puddle water. Imagine that. His family drank puddle water. They had no water. Ooh. They drank puddle water. Um, yeah, crazy. Like People don't realize some of the stuff that these athletes have gone through. Uh, but, uh, yeah, D.C.'s a nice story. Pep Hamilton doing a great job uh, there. They're one of the bright spots of this league so far. But that, that Battlehawk team, guys, 10-1 to 1 to win it all. Only four teams are going to make the playoffs, Cam. This is where you and I CFL knowledge yep. comes into play, Cam, with the betting. Yep. There's only four teams. You take the I long shot now. The Battle Hawks are You're clearly right. one of the best teams. They're 10-1. to 1. They're going to be in the playoffs. You're going to have a one-game playoff and a semifinal at 10-1. to 1. They could easily win. Jordan Tamu might be the best quarterback in the league right now. Oh, no, what I like too, Gabe, their defense. When I watch both Battle Hawks games, I think their defense is very, very good, underrated, and they, they they know their assignments. I agree 100%. Mark, that's the thing about small leagues, right? You get a lot, little bit of value with the teams that people don't project. So Vegas and Jersey didn't really know about this league, so you get nice numbers and teams that aren't popular from the betting public, and then we can come back and put yourself in a hedge situation. Well, as Gabe mentions here, under the radar, uh, the Battle Hawks, and I love that nickname. They're under the radar, number one offense, number three defense in the league, and you know at ten to one, that's some that's a serious price on a team that projects maybe even to be in the championship game. And if they make it the championship game, you can obviously hedge that. So that would be a nice play right now. Yeah, right now sitting at ten to one. Tampa Bay Vipers are eight to one. The Guardians are ten to one. Come on, it's ridiculous. Okay, we got a couple of basketball games I uh, wanted to throw. Uh, I'll just ask you, instead of throwing games at you, Mark, I don't want to put you in a hot seat for a game you're not prepared for. Uh, but what, what do you like tonight? Anything in the college uh, basketball? No NBA tonight, so what should we look at on a college hardwood? What catches the playbook eye tonight? Well, it's going to be interesting to see what DePaul does here tonight, Gabe. Uh, you know, they've really 
taken it on the chin here of late. They went to Europe to open up the season and uh, got out to a really good start, and they've kind of hit a wall. Uh, and right now they're coming home off a 29-point loss. Villanova comes in off a 20-point win. Villanova's just drowned this team. They beat them 20 the last 21 games. But you know something? The number almost tells you what the right side of the game is. You think Villanova should be an eight or eight and a half point favorite in this game, and they're not. I think DePaul's a very dangerous home dog here right now that needs this game like blood, like a vampire. I think they're going to give everything they've got uh, in the basketball game tonight. That's one side I'll look at. Uh, and another side that I'm going to look at here also is NC State against Duke. You're going to catch Duke off that big route over Notre Dame. And NC State sitting on the bubble here right now. I look for a big effort by the Wolfpack tonight. Mark Lawrence, great effort uh, here on the program. As always, you can find him. Playbook.com. That's playbook.com. Get it on your mobile device uh, as well. Uh, if you're into the XFL, get it. Uh, and, and basketball as well. Mark, always a pleasure, sir. Thanks for the time. Hey, Cam and Gabe, my pleasure, guys. Enjoy the games. Be well. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Let's roll. Thank you very much. Uh, first time with Mafia rolling here. Man, we've got, uh, it's like a, uh, we got quite the rotation. We're like a deep uh, basketball team. Uh, so we're kicking it with Mafia. We got uh, Temple Chris uh, in studio. Window Will's AWOL. Uh, Window Will went out to get some supplies for the Vegas trip and never came back. We better check on the kid. It is, it's dark out there. It is Jersey. Uh, we got Badline Brian uh, kicking it. Yankee Universe uh, in the house. <laughs> And uh, Carver High's disgruntled. Took Carver High two weeks to piss off the staff here behind. <laughs> you figure as a as a guy that loves food, Cam, like he would like he wouldn't have upset them. You know what I mean? It's like you know, there's certain people like you know earlier in the early days here. A couple of times I upset them here. Even I was like, all right, I don't want to piss them off because I, I like it here. So you know, like you don't want to you know piss off the cooks. But all right, we got a basketball game going off the board here. Butler and Seton Hall. So for those of you. Um, outside of New Jersey, uh, of course, like if you're in Pennsylvania or you're anywhere else uh, right now, uh, interesting game yep. here tonight to bet on, Cam, with Butler and Seton Hall. Seton Hall of um, Butler have been in a, in a covering free fall, 1-8-1 and one against the spread in their last 10 games. Yet I get the feeling this is a really close game tonight. I'm not ready to lay points with Seton Hall in this spot. What's your take on Butler and Hall right now? You know what, Gabe? Uh, this line's fluctuated all day, and I do have action on it, and I'm going to see if it's still. Nope, they've uh, yeah tipped off right at 6.30. These guys don't screw around. I put uh, I got Seton Hall minus four when the line was fluctuating. I see it up to four and a half and five. Uh, total looks a little bit low. Um, you know, 134. Uh, I think it yeah, goes over. You know over. what? I've leaned to the over, but I think Seton Hall's the play. For me, I, I don't play as many totals as you do. It should go over. 
Um, you know, the game last night with Creighton and Marquette, we thought could get over it, didn't get there on a higher total oh. with those teams. But I like Se- I like Seton Hall in this spot. I think the Hall's a better team. I think you're right. And everyone talks about the Big East road dog, and I've been playing them. But this is one time Seton Hall, I think, understands the importance of the game, too. I think the Hall wins by eight, Gabe, and covers the four-point spread. Give me Seton Hall. Yar, yar, yar. Go Pirates. I like the over 134. I think it barely gets there. Um, Michigan and Rutgers, another game uh, not available in New Jersey, uh, but available uh, Pennsylvania, Indiana, other FanDuel uh, outlets, obviously. And uh, for people tuning in right now, Michigan and Rutgers, I saw these two teams play uh, just a couple of weeks ago at Madison Square Garden. And uh, Michigan pulled out a close one, although Michigan were the better basketball team. Rutgers are, you know, Cam, they're good. They're 18-8 and eight on the year. They're 17-0 and 0 at home at the rack, as it's called. Um, it's funny how, like, just winning yep. is different. Like, Piscataway, like, for their football team, it's like no one wants to be caught dead there. Like, you could offer people, like, 100 bucks and tickets on the 50-yard line, and they still wouldn't go. Like, even if you gave them 100 bucks, Like, Carver's shaking his head. He'd be like, nah, the 100's not <laughs> worth going out there all day. Like, it's not. I went out there. It took me, like, six hours. I got into fights with Rutgers kids. Like, God, they're smart asses for a school that suck. But anyways, uh, see, I, there I go again. <laughs> uh, they're 17-0 at the rack. I got a feeling they lose tonight. Michigan, they're going to beat them tonight. So do I. You know what? Rutgers has been hanging out by a thread. They haven't been as hot as they, yeah, I'm Gabe, I'm going to surprise you tonight. Uh, I'm going to take your Michigan Wolverines. I think Rutgers has, you saw them too. They've not been as hot as they were earlier. A little bit starting to believe their own, uh, you know, oh, we're great, we're great. You know, they've been hanging, I know they've been great at the rack, but you know what? This is a statement game for Michigan too. Michigan can't lose to Rutgers on reputation alone. They're going to bring their A game. They're going to have a plan. Rutgers is laying two and a half. <laughs> if you're getting two and a half, we could talk about it. Give me, give me Big Blue. Give me Michigan plus two and a half. Gabe, we're riding it together. Go Wolverines. Yeah, you know what? Um, so I, I don't see it. So I, I'm even seeing. Are there three and a halfs popping up now? Because I love that. All the money's going to come out. Rutgers. Oh, they never lose at home. They never lose at home. Let's take a look here. Yeah, on Mr. Oh my God, on Mr. Green, it's gone Michi- to four. So if you like Michigan, wait, wait, wait. Four the breaks. Are we going to bring this thing up to four and a half? Yeah, oh yeah, man. If this thing goes to four and a half, hit, hit, hit. All the money, Rutgers steam. That's a dangerous shower. Too hot for me. I'm going to take Michigan. Too much steam equals scalding. I don't need to get any redder than I am, Gabe. Give me the blue. Give me Michigan. That's crazy. The line's gone up two points already. That's stupid. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's interesting, too. Michigan gave up their home game to play at Madison Square Garden, but it was a lot of Rutgers fans, but they still escaped. It just seems like people are walking into a trap tonight uh, with with Rutgers. I think Michigan do get it done. Um, You know, interesting, Mark Lawrence brought up that Villanova game. Maybe I was ready to walk into that trap there. DePaul have been freaking terrible. They've been terrible in conference play. Um, is it a trap? Is that number? Is that, you know, is Mark just smarter than us and he's saying that it's a trap at four and a half? Are, are the DePaul demons really going to show up tonight? I actually had a pretty good night in uh, college basketball betting dogs, Gabe, and I'm going to go back to the dog kennel. Uh, it's one of those things. Sure, Villanova, 
Mark brought up a good point. DePaul's been horrible, but they understand the importance, I think, of this game. They'll get up for Villanova. And as for Villanova, they're dealing with injuries, too. And now they got to win by five on the road at DePaul. Seems too easy. Nothing's easy when it comes to gambling. I think DePaul shows up in this game, and it's a nail-biter. I think I'll take the generous points. It's not going to be a huge play, but I'm going to take the Blue Demons. Uh, I think blue's the theme tonight and the color, plus four and a half with DePaul. I think that line might go to five, five and a half by game time, too, as we see Villanova coming in with a 9 p.m. Eastern start. Yeah, blue is the theme tonight because, you know, I heard Pharrell bring it up, and Pharrell will be back at 7 uh, talking about Providence and Georgetown. You know, we never really got into it. There's so many stories going on all the time. But, you know, uh, Patrick Ewing doing a great job uh, in, in uh, the District of Columbia right now uh, with this basketball team. No one thought they'd be 15-10, and 10, even if they didn't kick everybody off the team. Like, they kind of flew under the yep. radar. But uh, he booted, like, three guys off the team camp. Like, two of the leading, like, two of the better players, the best players on the team. I don't know if it was credit card fraud or whatever, theft, like, yeah. something shady. Yeah, but he, he basically didn't screw around. Yeah, no experience. Yeah, at least it wasn't, like, you know, I don't it wasn't, like, uh, assault, like, sexual assault. I think it was more criminal in its nature. Exactly. But, um um, 15 and 10, battling for a spot in the tournament right now. 10 and 5 at home. And it's one of these deals, Cam. All these young kids that he's throwing out there right now that never really played before, they're playing well for him. Like, they're, you know, they bought in as Patrick Ewing. I think they're going to beat the Friars tonight. I like this one. I'm going to bet the Hoyas. Yeah, I'm looking at Georgetown as well. And I'll tell you one thing about Providence I've learned over time. They're or a great home Lawrence, Cam. Providence, like. Sorry. Yep. George. God, Town? I cannot believe we didn't ask Mark Lawrence about that game. Well, guys, Patrick Ewing and George, George Town. George. I can't believe Town. I didn't. They're killing me. Yeah. You should have done it. I'll tell you, though, Providence is a better home dog than, you know, when you take Providence on the road with the Friars, I've learned over time, Gabe. I know there's Big East dogs. I talk to Wetzel about it all the time, but it's a short price on Georgetown. I think they understand the magnitude of the game. You're right. Talking about teams on the bubble. It's only, hey, you don't want to lay the one and a half, two. You could take the buck 20 on the money line. I'm down with the Hoyas. I think they get it done at home, too. And those young kids have grown up fast. Providence is pretty decent, but I prefer them in a home role rather than taking their show on the road. So, Georgetown, I lean that way. Georgetown. The fact that Scott Wetzel is so pro Biggie's road dogs, like, um... <laughs> Uh, you know, makes me like the home teams even more. <laughs> like, he is right, but Wetzel's always a day late dollar short with these trends. Like, hey, guys, the Pistons is the only one that he sort of got in, and that was even 22-0. and 0. Uh, But that one, uh, that one uh, kept going. <laughs> All right, uh, so other college games tonight. Mark Lawrence brought up the NC State game, Cam. They're getting points against Duke. The last six times these teams have played, actually, it's gone over the number. Now the number was a buck fifty earlier in the day. It's up to like one fifty-two and a half uh, right now. Getting six and a half with NC State, you know these guys can break your heart, but I, it's enough points to get me interested. And as well, it's enough points to get me uh, interested with the total here as well. Duke are pretty much an over machine, Cam. Yeah, I think uh, the Wolfpack are going to make the card tonight. I'm probably going to have small plays in college, but a lot of home underdogs, and hopefully, and well, also what I'll be doing with these games is sprinkling on the money line, so if one of them clips, we can make up for it. 
on nice uh, money line situations. I like the Wolfpack in this spot, Gabe. Duke is one thing. Yeah, sure, you beat Notre Dame. We watched that North Carolina game, too. North Carolina could have beat Notre Dame there. They had a collapse down the stretch. You feel bad for those kids. NC State understands, too. Duke kind of like, you know, NC State's like the redheaded stepchild, right? You don't go to Duke. You go to NC State. They take it personally. That's a public school against Duke and their elitist money and all. NC State at home, trust me, this they're going to have a hate on for the Dukies tonight, and we're getting six and a half points. They're, this is going to be probably their best effort of the year. Every time Duke comes to their barn, they get fired up, and this NC State team can win this game. I'll take the points. You know, Cam, the last five times these two teams have played, NC State Wolfpack, 5-0 and against the spread. The last six times these two teams have played, it's gone over the number. So we're going to be looking at the Wolfpack getting the points uh, plus uh, the over uh, in this basketball game. Like I said, I liked it better. In a, you know, I liked it this morning when it was 150, 150 and a half, up to 152 and a half yep. uh, right now. Cam's got a bunch of puck picks. Picks at six, as well as Cam's black flag golf six-pack. We have a lot of good golf smack talk that's going on today, too. Everyone's running their mouth. I love it. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Thank you very much, Mafia. Yeah. Betting on sports will drive you mad. There's all your favorites, uh, Cam. I got to tell you, you've got Callaway, your favorite. One of my is the guy walking right here. The dude that looks like an extra from Goodfellas. <laughs> He's part of Callaway's crew. Oh, yeah. He's cruising yeah. back. I love the white shoes. He's got the Walmart sketcher, like white shoes, like Dr. Scholl's. That Larry um, David who just We were actually debating like yesterday. Him. No, Larry David's not in the house right now, but we were debating what do, what, what do we think that uh, Callaway does for a living. Taxi driver wasn't a bad one, huh? <laughs> oh, good call. I, I, good call. We got to ask him. Like, it's driving me crazy. It's driving me nuts. Like, it's to the point where it's, like, bothering me now. Like, we need to know his name, and we need to know what he does. Like, it's kind of crazy to go up to a grown man and say, hey, what do you do? Uh, yeah, where, 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 yeah. Do you, where do you work? <laughs> like, he's yeah. going to tell us that yeah. off. Just interesting. I think Just it sounds like a job you for do. Brian. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, it does. Hey, we recognize you're a great patron here. Just want to know uh, what you do with yourself before you get here at 6 o'clock. You know? You're like, yeah, yeah. What do you do? What do you eat for breakfast? Brian to that. What do you eat for breakfast? Galloway's like, they just look at him. Uh, yeah, you might not even give he him an answer. Me he, just, like a, just he strikes me as like a... He hole through him. He might just punch him. Yeah, he might just punch him. Galloway like, seems like the type of guy to me so. in the morning. Has a smoke... Coffee and a donut, like old school. Coffee and donut type yeah, of dude. I like that. That's the guys I like. I know none of this fruit, fruit blend. Yeah, a blender. He's not having oh, a yogurt. Callaway hacked the dark. No, no, no. Oh, he's not. <laughs> oh no, a crueler and a smoke. Go Callaway. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will find out eventually because it's going to drive you. It's nuts. like I've got like ten. It's like we got ten questions for him. I know. It's like I'm going to send him. I got ten questions for you, buddy. Uh, but his buddy is great. All right, Camps. <laughs> let's get down to business. Let's talk. Uh, let's get into your uh, NHL picks. What are you looking at tonight? I'm looking at a lot of stuff, Gabe. Uh, we're going to start things off and follow uh, guys if you want the in-game lines. Hockey doesn't start till eight oh eight, so Pharrell's on at seven. Gabe's on at nine. I'll be on uh, from 9 till midnight, so we'll have a lot of in-game action tonight on the grid. Uh, New York Rangers at Chicago Blackhawks. It kicks off the party at 8.08. I like the Rangers in this spot. I know there's going to be a lot of movement and rumors about Kreider going. He could be one of the best players available in the NHL. He's so fast and so good. I love Chris Kreider. Uh, You know, if you're a team and you put him in there, that could be actually a piece that really helps you out. I'm not laying 30 cents with the Blackhawks at home. They're okay. They're playing better, but they're still loose defensively. I always like the Rangers in a dog role more than a favorite role, too. So give me the New York Rangers plus 120 against the Blackhawks tonight. Not a huge play, but I like it. (laughs) Give me the under in this game, Cam. Six and a half. There's another game that I really like. Patton and Morenci under six and a half. Yeah, the the old under. It's the Morenci system play. We're going under six and a half in this one. You know what? I wouldn't go over, and I think a lot of people will. Think about this, too. The Rangers have good goaltenders. It doesn't matter who goes in there. Georgiev, you know, Shestergrak, whatever his name is. You got Lundqvist. You got three guys there. And then in Chicago, you got Leonard and Crawford who have been playing better because they're playing for contracts. I agree. Six and a half seems a little bit rich for me. In the second game, though, Boston and Edmonton, I figured out something, too. Since Edmonton has lost Connor McDavid and Zach Cassian, they've been playing a more defensive style unders are happening and that's a six i'd love the six and a half there but i'm pulling the trigger boston edmonton you wouldn't think it an under but that's the next game on the board and i might take a shot with edmonton it's very hard to go against boston they're absolutely scorching red hot but edmonton's been great lately too you're getting plus 165 and the under six give me the under keep digging edmonton and boston oilers any under all right yeah i just i don't have any luck listen I wouldn't lay minus one ninety either in this spot. I just don't have any luck ever uh, betting on uh, betting on the Oilers or against uh, the Bruins. But yeah, that number's out of whack. It seems to me actually. I, I understand why you would do that. Uh, Dallas minus one sixty five. Yep. As you can see, I withdrew, so um, I, I'm sort of starting over a yep. little bit uh, here. Uh, so you know, we're coming out of the Build gate. It. Let's go. You know, let's uh, let's get it done. <laughs> Panthers and Ducks. Panthers minus 135 with the Ducks late night uh, action. And you got the Islanders on the road here tonight against the Avalanche. What are your thoughts? We'll be on later together. But uh, what are your thoughts right now for people tuning in on the late games? Yeah. Quick thoughts. Uh, the Islanders game, I lean Colorado there. The Islanders have scored one goal in their last three games. Do they break out tonight? I'd say yes. But the problem is Colorado, they've lost two games in a row. And they lost a heartbreaker game when you had the Lightning and I had the Avalanche. Uh, McElhaney stood on his head. Great performance. They got Tampa Bay the win when Colorado dominated late in that game. Tampa got it done. Colorado's going to be angry. They're a better team than the Islanders. As for the Panthers, I like the Panthers. Stanley C. Panther playing the Ducks tonight. The Panthers understand. The Leafs are struggling. Uh, Bruin, <laughs> Sabres lost uh, to Ottawa last night. The Leafs are, uh, by the way, the Leafs are a bunch of gutless pukes, and they make me sick. If I'm in the dressing room, I'll, I'm going to go into your pants and steal your wallet with $5,000 on it, you jerks. You're horrible wow. against Pittsburgh. Just disgraceful, in fact. Wow. I hate you. Done, I, I can't believe I support these idiots. So Give me the you're Panthers if you're minus in the media, and I love if the If you cuts. were in the media, yeah, yeah. If you were in the media and you were in their room, 
you'd, you'd grab 5K out of, like, uh, out of Marner's pocket and say, suck it, Marner, as you'd slip it in there. <laughs> yeah. You're damn right I would. If that wallet was on the ground, I'd take the money, and he could keep the ID. It's coming back with me. This team's done nothing for me and my Zine fans in the past 10 years. And you could throw Hainser in that list, too. I'm sick and tired of these underachieving turkeys. I like Vancouver tonight, minus 125 as well. Gabe. You know, Cam? Cam, I've had some good lines about ripping teams, and I'd do this and I'd do that, but that's yeah. the best line I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> if I was in their room, Thanks, buddy. I would steal $5,000 from them. their wallet. <laughs> <laughs> So now, now I, I feel know that way. Now I know why. Uh, now I know why Kucher was giving you the eye. You were probably eyeing that money like you were eyeing a sandwich. You looked over. He caught your yeah, eye. You know what? You were like, it's another guy. A nice stock of money. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, right. He's, kept, He's what another do you guy that deserves stock? to get locked. He met like eye contact. Oh, yeah, yeah. He looked up at you as you're looking at the money. Yeah? Like he's like, he gave you a look it's like, true. hey, look at my money. True. I wanted to steal it from him. Kucher's a clown, too. Remember, he didn't tip that Mexican caddy? He's a turkey. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Matt Kucher in Mexico this week, if he wins and you're his caddy, don't expect a tip. He'll give you a pair of sketchers. Jerk. Oh, yeah, golf. That's you talked good. about golf today, uh, There's Gabe? no time for oh, yeah. stories. Peter Costas came out and yeah. ripped Patrick Reed, too. I know. We're, we're at the end of the show. We'll talk about it on in-game it's live. Like he cheats all the time. Golf. Everybody's. I know. He's like, I saw him four times and proved his life. Kepka's my favorite golfer, though, now. <laughs> Kepka's my of favorite course. guy. He's like, this guy's out there building sandcastles. Like, he's like, he goes, don't tell me he doesn't know what he's doing. He's building sandcastles. Like, so. Kepka <laughs> goes, he's just like the Houston Astros. He's a big cheater. You see, and like, Bruce Kepka used that. He goes, he's the Houston Astros of the PGA. It's like, wow. Sure. I know. Like, and now, know. like, everyone, Costas, Costas, Great stuff with him. We'll talk about it later, Cam. It's true. He's he's out of work. He's he's he doesn't have a job. Nope. So he was on some podcast. He's awesome. He's like, oh yeah, he's a big cheater. Everyone hates him. He's a cheater. Then he started getting into how uh, all these new players are basically wusses, and they complain all the time to the yep. network if you don't kiss their ass, and if you criticize a bad shot, they bitch. And like, so he's like, I'm not holding back. I got nothing to lose. So he's gonna. We got to get that guy on. He's telling it like it is uh, now. But, all right, what's your six-pack, buddy? Yeah, the six-pack in golf today, Gabe. I split it up for the boys, too, because, uh, you know, I'm going to bet some other guys, but there's two tournaments this week in Puerto Rico. We're going to go with uh, terrific Tom Lewis. Sounds like a wrestler, 25 to 1. Watch out for Tom Lewis. This guy's got real game, and nobody knows because he plays on the European Tour. And in this weekend field, he'll do well. Matthew Neesmith. Is a very good player that you'll be hearing about real soon. He's at 30 to 1. And son of Mark McCumber, Tyler McCumber in Puerto Rico at 60 to 1. He's been playing better. In Mexico, I'll give you three more for the six pack. Adeki Matsiam at 22 to 1. He's close. Bryson DeChambeau found him at 30. Very close to winning last week with Matsuyama. And Paul Casey at 40 to 1. I like a lot of bombs like Kurt Kitayama, but six, those are six guys that I like uh, in the two tournaments this week, Gabe. What do you got? I'm going to go with the Michigan uh, Wolverines, or I suggest uh, that uh, you take uh, the Michigan Wolverines wherever you uh, may be. Yes. Uh, Michigan getting four against Rutgers at the rack tonight. And I, I, I just say, uh, is it a gut hunch? Either way, whatever. Like you said, Rutgers wins. I don't think they blowed them out. If we're wrong, we're wrong. 
But I think Michigan can win this game, and I think Michigan can surprise people tonight. The pressure, I don't think Rutgers run the table and go undefeated at home. Tonight, the bubble bursts. Uh, give me the Hoyas. I like what Ewing's doing. I think they get it done tonight. It's, gonna, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be easy. But they're going to get it done tonight. They can actually score Georgetown. Uh, they, they win tonight on their home floor. And uh, Georgetown's going to get into this tournament. Uh, NC State getting six and a half tonight. Um, they'll probably lose a heartbreaker to Duke. And I think it goes over 152. And I like the Rangers and the Blackhawks under six and a half, Ken. Yeah, I like that too. Hockey, Vancouver Canucks are going to be one of my favorite plays in hockey. I like SC Panther, the Florida Panthers. They need to take care of business in Anaheim tonight. I think the Rangers are a nice dog at plus 120. And the under in Edmonton, Boston at six. Small play on the Edmonton Oilers. Boston's a great team, but they shouldn't be minus 190 against the Oilers. You can find the Oilers at plus 170. I'll say pull the trigger, buddy. Yeah, you know, I got a feeling the Avalanche. I, I usually bet against the Avalanche, but I think the Avs will beat the, uh, I think Colorado. Beat the Islanders tonight. Islanders. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, what did I say? Yeah, you like the Avalanche. No, you said it what, correct, correctly. Yeah. Yep. No, you said oh, Avalanche. Oh, okay. You said Avalanche. Yeah, sorry, all right. <laughs> you never know. You know Sometimes what's... you say other stuff, but yeah, but Cam, you, know, you, got, you got so many damn yeah, yeah. that's on your There's dick. a UFC fighter. There's a UFC fighter called Emil Meek, and he's fighting Jake Matthews. Today with Gamblu, I called him Meek Mill, the rapper. I'm like, so Jake Matthews Hill. is fighting Meek Mill? <laughs> I'm like, I realized like a minute later, I'm like, all right, all right guys, I, I met Emil Meek, uh, not Meek Mill. <laughs> Pharrell, we're back. Pharrell next.